It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Gina's Groove Theory tonight. It is now 7.03, August 23rd. Actually, it's Thursday, August 23rd, 2012. You're here with Gina on Gina's Groove Theory. Um, like I always start, um, actually, let's go into what the episode is going to be about. Tonight, uh, the episode's title is Gold Diggers and Cheating Wise. Is it love or money? Um, tonight we're going to be dis- discussing. Uh, there's a lot. Well, it kind of stemmed from last night's uh, show. Uh, there was a caller out there named uh, David who brought up the the situation about uh, his baby's mother, who in turn uh, to shore up his child's life, his child. She had a a man who uh, apparently he was married to her first, but she divorced him. To, the, to marry a man who had a better job, who had a, I think he said he worked a aerospace or something like that or rather. But uh, anyway, so that his child, she married him so that his his child would be taking care of the rest of his life. So I found that kind of odd. And I thought about it. I said, well, wait a minute. So, and when I spoke to him, uh, when he was telling me about, uh, you know, about women's clothing and then on a Facebook today, it's one of my uh, friends out there, uh, Chris, who had mentioned about, you know, he wasn't going to be paying attention to what girls wear anymore. He's not going to judge a girl by what she wears. And so he made a big deal about it, and then he went into saying uh, that's what his baby's mom did, and he was cool with that. He was cool that she married another man so that his child could be taken care of the rest of his life. Well, you know, that sounds kind of odd and peculiar to me, but, I mean, any as far as as far as far a man is concerned, I, I, I never heard of a man who would have, you know, but I'm quite sure it goes on. I know that women marry for money. I know women marry for all kinds of reasons. I know men marry for all kinds of reasons, too, when it's the other person that has the money. But I never, you know, really heard of a, a, a guy who let his the wife, ex-wife or wife-to-be ex-wife marry another man so that his child could be taken care of while he does what he wants to do in his life. So that's where the topic came from. Um it's the age-old question, why why women marry and remain in marriages that they are unhappy sexually and emotionally in, claiming they're unsatisfied and also saying that they're very unhappy while uh, doing what they want to do on the side. So that's where that came from. So uh, I'm glad that you guys joined me. It is now 11.06, and like I always do, um, I always send my shouts up to the man upstairs first because if not for him, I wouldn't be here. And uh, I'm going to touch on something, too. Uh, we're going to play something that uh, kind of relates. I'll see if I have something to relate to this particular topic. Um, I'm uh, Like I said, I welcome you guys here. Uh, let's go on and give God his praise and his thanks because without him, I wouldn't be anything. I wouldn't be here representing. And much love to you guys, too. If not for you, I wouldn't be here either. And uh, I'll keep you up on the new uh, new up. Uh, coming news. I'm kind of excited tonight, so as you can see, I'm a little bit hurried. I uh, got some good news, but I'll share it with you when I get back two and two. Here you go. Here you go, Big G. Much love. Thank you. Oh, 
right, everybody, that was Mary J. Blige. As you know, that's Thank You, Lord. I always play that at the beginning of my show simply because it kind of relieves the tension in me and it relieves the tension in you. And also, too, it just gives us an extra blessing. So with that, um, I'm going to go ahead and play uh, Marvin's Room. It's the closest I got to some type of gold digging and cheating kind of uh, way of life. So uh, check this out. Here it is. This is called Marvin's Room. DJ SR, play something heavy. I ain't with the bull, 
so this ain't beef. You a weenie, I bet you be lying on your meat. If real recognize real, who the fuck is you? She need a principle, not a substitute. You're back with Jenna's Groove Theory. It is now 11.13 in the p.m. I'm broadcasting here live from Long Beach, California. This is KXRW, your community connection internet radio station being brought to you here. And uh, I'd like to welcome all of you guys here. Uh, Tonight's show is about gold digging, cheating wives, gold diggers and cheating wives. Uh, the subject came up last night uh, in a discussion about we were uh, doing a a show. Um, we've been I've done this this would be my third or fourth show about marriage and about infidelity and about uh, cheating and about the reasons why uh, the secrets behind the reasons why men do what they do, women do what they do. Um, I have some serious topics on here uh, on this show. All most of them are in some kind of way we like, uh, you know, in reference to me or someone I know, and uh, they're they're situations and subjects that people that my loved ones bring to me, and so I bring them to you. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and send a, another uh, song out there. I see this is for my sweetie face. I haven't played it in quite a quite a while, but I've been seeing that she's out here for me and uh, she's representing. So I'm gonna go ahead and uh, play it for my baby. She's my angel. This for you, sweetie face. And I 
Okay, everybody, hi. That's out there to Sweetie Face. Thank you. Mommy loves you a whole lot. Um, tonight is August. It is now August 23rd, 2012. It's 11.19 p.m., and we're broadcasting here out of Long Beach, California. This is Gina, Gina from Gina's Groove Theory. Um, as you know, uh, I try to do a show every night as much as possible. I've been doing some shows. I, I think I've done like nine in a row. Uh, I find it uh, I find it very uh, good. Um, I'm getting a lot of good feedback. Uh, that your feedback is very important to me. Uh, I'm, I'm glad to know that I am doing the job that I, I set out to do. And uh, with that, um, I want to give you guys. Uh, I want to send a shout out there. Uh, put my girl Renee Quarles uh, on the set. Uh, she's from Shades of Africa. She's the owner, proud owner, and uh, she's located at 101 East Fourth Street. And that's at the corner. That's at the corner of Benito and Fourth, across the street from the McDonald's. Don't let her catch you going across the street, cause she'll tell you that food ain't no good for you. And she also has a second store now in the IE in the Corona area. You can check her out. She has all kinds of uh, art. She has all kinds of poetry. She even has poetry night on Saturday here. That's how I met her because uh, I see about uh, 2004 when I came out here. Uh, after I kind of got these together, I kind of 
started circulating around in Long Beach. Long Beach is a, a, a it's a a very close knit town, but also too the uh, downtown area where there's the Pike and uh, Pine Avenue. It's really nice, and so uh, I, I was browsing around and looking around, and I walked into this uh, store. It had a uh, it had a lot of African uh, flavor to it. And uh, then when I met her, uh, she was so kind, and uh, she does her own oils. She does her own uh, 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 oils for burning, oils for body. She has raw shea butter, and uh, that's real good for the skin. Uh, so check her out. Check her out. Much love to her because she supports me as well. I hope I can get with her so she can finally get on so she can talk. She says she's been having some trouble, but so has other people. And also, too, for you guys out there that called in last night, you first-time callers, that was real cool. Uh, I appreciate when you come and you bring what you have. That's the best thing that we have is to, you know, bring what it is that's true to us. And uh, a lot of the feedback you guys give me is what leads me to think further and to stretch my mind and my efforts a little bit further to, uh, you know, meet the demand of what you guys want to know, what you need to know, what I need to know as well. Like I tell you, I've said before, I'm not a teacher. I'm a student, just as well as we're all students in a class, and we're all learning here. So I really do appreciate it. Uh, As for, uh, I have another announcement, and uh, this is uh, more so, I have never done, well, I have as far as me doing a show about empowerment, but uh, I have a real good friend that I went to school with, and um, we've been kind of meeting and talking, and she's been hanging out with me and, uh, you know, supporting me, and I'm supporting her as well. Uh, you know, you got to walk that walk. When you say you're going to support someone, if you say you're going to be there, you know, you just be there. You just do what you can. I mean, no one can expect you to do any more than what you, you know, you you physically can do. But also, too, you know, if you represent for whoever you represent for, you know, you got to be about it to be about it. When I started doing this radio show with uh, KXYS, my niece and nephew, uh, their idea, I, I thought the idea that they had was to do a community-based radio show. And I know I got kind of a little bit of variety a little bit, but uh, it's, it's, it's also always fresh and always steady. Uh, you know, some things that people have, is, you know, I, you know, they say you have the gift of gab, and gift of gab means that means you can talk and you can talk to anybody, you can relate to anybody. So I thank God for that. That's why I always got to give him his thanks and praise. Well, actually, uh, this is an empowerment, and men and women are welcome. And uh, it's going to be this Saturday. Actually, the it's the financial strategies for today's women, and men are invited. So uh, it's it's to plan, you know, how can we plan our financial stability? This is what I'm working with. You know, like I tell you, I, I only speak on things that I, I'm, I'm getting involved in. Uh, it's to teach you how to be more financially aware. You know, on this radio station, we talk a great deal. You know, when Jay's out here, we talk a great deal about getting community to take commu- take our communities back. You know, one way, empowerment. The main thing is money, you guys. Money is what is really needed. Money is what we need to generate. Generate money through our communities. So how do we do do that when we have a lot of people who don't want to come on board anything because of fear? Uh, fear, and just like, you know, I talk about this to my girlfriend about it. Fear will, you know, I mean, will get your mind. And then the lack of money is where, you know, where you're at. Where you say, well, I'll think about it. You know, when somebody offers you an opportunity, you say, oh, I'll think about it. That's because, you know, your pockets are short and you don't have that extra money to invest. You know, you're, I'm just like you. We're all like, we're all alike. But when you think of it in the, the content of if you never do, 
get involved in anything to get any better? When will you ever have anything to be able to get into anything? It's kind of like an oxymoron. If you don't invest in something, just like for the lottery, if you take a dollar and you go and you play the lottery or you play 10 lottery tickets every week or so, that's a gamble. That's a gamble all day. That's the biggest gamble, really, because I don't see where the money is going into the schools, really, because they still need books. So as far as I'm concerned, you know, gambling by any means, if you go to the casino, that's gambling. And, you know, your odds of of putting money on something that you can put your efforts into as opposed to putting money into a dream or a, a want or a desire. See, lottery? Okay, California is already taking money from you, so really you're going to invest money in it to do what? And you know what? Re- reality is the people who win become millionaires are not who are going to live long to have it or to keep it or they got to take it quick, and then Uncle Sam gets his half or whatever the case may be. But how, what are your odds of winning the California lottery or the Powerball for that re- you know for that reason? So I just say this to say that I never push my opinions on anybody, but I am going to give you an idea. Of, this is where I'm stand. This is my standpoint because I had to think about these things. So okay, well if I'm going to go to Patricia and drop a couple hundred in the slot machine, well. Hey, there's nothing else I can do after I put that those dollars in. If they don't kick me back nothing, I don't get nothing. I don't even have the option to try to make something out of the coins I done put in. So that's all I could that's that's needless to say. That's where I'm at with it. Um this empowerment is also it it's uh I don't know if uh she well <laughs> Thank you very much. As you guys know, uh, actually, uh, you know, if you don't want to talk, you always can send me a text. And whatever it is you want me to bring, I'm going to bring it to you, right? I'm going to speak it just like you tell me to. Just make sure your texts are clearly understood so that I won't mess it up. Or, you know, I don't want you to get angry at me if I don't say it the way you want me to bring it. And you know what? It also helps if you put in a little caption, say it angrily, say it sadly. <laughs> put an emotion in there so I know what you want me to do. Uh, uh, she's, she's something else. Okay, empowering women and men. Yes, they're welcome to. And uh, this is going to be Saturday, August 25th at 11 a.m. Wow, in the San Diego. Is it in the San Diego? Shoot, girl, shoot me a address. Shoot me an address. Yeah, it's going to be in San Diego. And you, hey, you know what? If, in fact, I can work it in between my family reunion, because I, I can work it in between my family reunion. It says, yep, no return. <laughs> okay, if I can work it in between the family reunion and so forth, hey, you guys can ride, ride with me if you want to go. Okay, it's it really it, it's to at least take an opportunity. If I'm burning the gas and then, you know, you guys are just rolling, then, hey, you know, it's an opportunity you can't win, you can't lose. Uh, if you want to know how to be more financially sound, if you want to know how to build your capital, and as well as I've been telling you, there's some organizations out here too. I have to get with you. I'm gonna have to really, you know, shore up and tighten up my my game so I can get with you and tell you about these other. There are so many events out here, and you know what? You're gonna have to take time to figure. You know, everybody's working toward retirement. Everybody's trying to, 
you know, and for years we've been already knowing that retirement is not going to be an option when we get to the baby boomers. Hello, baby boomers. That's us. They're not going to have the option of social security and, you know, all those extras. And then the companies who are giving you that extra added there in small print. We were talking about this too. You know, my mom, she was actually a teamster and, uh, she had uh, she had opt as a teamster that when she passed that uh, me and my brother and my kids were to be taking care of all of our lives. Well, she retired in ninety eight in August, and she passed away uh, February two thousand. And there was a clause that she, I know she didn't know. And just like when me and my girl were speaking about it. You know that's what a lot of a lot of you guys you guys you need to go into your your companies that you're working for and read every detail. Uh, I gotta bring this. I, I I had to touch on it. The hairs on the back of my neck. Look, you guys need to start. You guys need to get in there. Read your handbook. Read what the insurances that you guys have. Read read everything in detail. And if you don't know how to read it good, get your attorney. Get your girl. Get your guy. Hey, I don't care if you have your kids read it. They read good. Get them to read it to you so that you understand what you are to receive when you retire. Because it might just be a whole sham. See, because my mother, there was a clause that after the retiree, the teamster, retires, there was a four-year clause. And that four-year clause said that if she died within those four years, we, we couldn't receive lifetime benefits. We could only take a lump sum. So you guys better get with your administrations that are running your, your, your insurances, your your 401Ks and all that. You guys need to get with it and check it because I bet you nine times out of ten, they're not betting on you to live that long to get to get it in the first place. So when you do get it, they got something for you waiting then too and for your family. So I don't want you to end up like my mom and end up thinking that your children or your, your, it doesn't matter if they're adult or not, because my mom was good looking. That's what a mom do. That's what a parent does. See, she was good looking for us regardless of how old we were, but she left something for us, but it wasn't what she wanted us to have. So keep in mind, these are things we all need to be considerate of. And also to do some will will, will of trust, put, put it on paper. Put everything in a trust. Put it on paper. Put it in mutual funds. Whatever it is, hey, if you come out on Saturday, go see what it is that they're there to offer you. Now, as far as I do have personal affiliation with, you know, the company she she works with because of my mom. So just to let you know, and they're also about community too. See, their object is not about just being about banks and and just uh, FDIC and just flowing out your money into their pockets and building their empire, but it's about putting it back into the community. So with that, you can't lose. Win-win, win-win, win-win on that. And, you know, know I, I represent for that. Community first. Our voices need to be heard, and you guys need to really shore it up. Because if you're already at retire, if you're already at retire age, you need to be trying to find out what it is that your company is going to do for you. What it is is the, in the small print. You don't want to end up leaving, and it, that's that's especially for people who have houses and property and things like that that you're going to be leaving to somebody because it's all a setup to make you leave your money to the state of California. So you best be knowing that much. 
Uh, if you guys have an email, okay, you guys grab a pen and piece of paper, if you can, those who are interested. Uh, I do have... Oh, which can... Okay. Uh, if you guys have an email... All right. If they okay, if they email you guys, if you email this this email, I'm, I'm gonna give you guys a chance, and I'll, I'll touch back on it. Right? Give me two and two. So grab a piece of paper because if you if if you go ahead and take this, if you email to this this uh, email, she'll give you, she'll send it back to you everything you need to know, so you can be on your own. You don't have to rely on me, which that's one thing to never rely too much on anybody. So uh, grab your pens and pens and paper. And we'll take it there. We'll go ahead and take a little short break and uh, touch with her and uh, make sure everything is uh, copacetic. And uh, we'll be back in 2 and 2. I got some other things to share with you tonight. I got some good news, uh, good news to share. So, uh, like uh, like I say, can't you see? You guys, can't you see that the world is going to get better if we make it better, right? All righty. Here we go.
Hi, everybody. You're back live with Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, it is now 11.38 p.m., and uh, it's August 23rd. 2012 and as always I'm always getting those calls those calls right where I'm on air you guys if I sent you a text saying that I'm going on at 11 o'clock I'm going eight people please please if you're not coming or calling and you know you got something you want to say or you just want to hear me talk just go ahead and call on in to the radio station and listen but right now you know, I'm on air. Thank you guys, please, 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 for the calls. Just send me texts. You know, if you're just texting to say, hey, what's up? You know, I don't know why that happens, but it sure does. Uh, my girl is out there. She's going to come on out and fill in the blanks for me because I kind of was getting it kind of twisted with uh, because in between me talking because you guys know how I do, okay? I pretty much touch all bases all constantly. It's in a rotation. So um, with that, uh, you know, I, I can kind of twist people up and then I get twisted too. So she's going to come out here and she's going to represent and give you guys the financial information that you guys need. And uh, she's uh, she's a, she's a Chalian, so represent for Regina Chaley out there. I've never did that, but my high school, Regina Chaley High School, much love to all y'all out there. Hope you guys are listening, paying attention. All right, you guys, much love. I'm going to go ahead and shoot another one out there. So give you, give you some time to collect your thing together, girl. And uh, we're going to send another shout-out here. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, let's see what we got for you. All right, I'm going to send this shout-out here. I have never played this, but uh, we're going to go ahead and touch on this uh, smile. Let's put a smile on your faces, and I'll be back two and two. Thank you. 
Hey, hey everybody, you're back with Gina's Group Theory. I hope they put a smile on your faces out there. It is now 11.44 in the p.m. It is August 23rd, 2012. Much love broadcasting here from Long Beach, California. This is Gina's Groove Theory. Uh, like I said before, um, tonight's episode actually is about uh, gold diggers and cheating wives. The reasons why women stay and is it for the love or is it for the money? So that's what our topic is about. But first and foremost, you know, my, my, my dedication to community is first and foremost and trying to come up with new ways to make differences and encourage and, and empower us and to put more money in our pocket. Of course, I'm going to have to represent for that first and foremost. Uh, you know, on the variety side of things, you know, really, truly my heart is with community. <laughs> that's what my heart is all about. So really, i got to touch on that first. So I'm going to go ahead and I'm I'm going to let my girl say hello, and she's going to tell you what it is that you guys uh, need to hear uh, and put it in better words you know, for you. So I want you guys to welcome my girl. All right, hold on. Thanks. Uh, hello. Hi, hello. Gina. How you doing? Can I'm you hear me? Fine. How are you? Yes, I can hear you. Oh, okay. I want to thank you for um, giving me the opportunity to speak on this because I think it's really important for women today and for people in general, but it's a workshop on financial strategies for today's woman. It will be held this Saturday, August 25th, 2012, at 11 o'clock in San Diego, and the address is 3954 Murphy Canyon Road, Suite D200, San Diego, California, 92123. And if they want me to send them out a... um, uh, invitation or the the information, just um, they could just shoot me an email at c bolden b o l d e n eighty seven ninety one at gmail dot com. Um, this focus on you know it states about women are sole providers of eighteen percent of the household, and I think that number has increased a great deal, and that eighty seven percent of the elderly poor are women so it is focused on women and it's empowering them so it's going to cover things on budget eliminating debt how to uh, cut your insurance in auto and home and life insurance how to invest and save money for both retirement and college and also how to understand a mutual fund and start your own IRA or Roth IRA and how to protect those assets at well So if you want more information, just shoot me an email, and I'll be more than happy to send you the invite, and I hope that you guys can come down and attend. Thank you. You hear me? me? Hello? Yeah, I can hear you now. Okay, so, okay, it's C. Bolden B O L that's the letter C in small small case right C yes. Bolden B O L L D E N and what are those numbers eighty seven ninety one eighty eighty seven ninety one at gmail yes. dot com at gmail dot com you guys so write that down you guys shoot it to her you know I mean really uh, I really I thank you for being out here and uh, you know I know um uh. We've been we've been talking back and forth for 
for a minute now, and uh, mm-hmm. uh, as well as, uh, I mean, you had to drop out here and check out some of my shows, and you know, and pretty much, and then we found, well, I just found out that we were we were we went to school together, and uh, and so I mean, before meeting you, I mean, before seeing you again, rather, and so it's mm-hmm. like, um, you know, you're an empowering uh, lady, and uh, you're like my mom. My mom was a, <laughs> she was. She always, I mean, she worked at the same company for 36 years, but she was always, uh, you know, reinventing herself. She was always, I mean, she had, we had a barbecue restaurant. I mean, she knew she was an artist. She could do oil. She could do, she could do anything. Like my daughter, my daughter is, oh my gosh, she has her gift too as well. So shout out there to my baby. You guys can check out my Facebook. I'm waiting on her to give me more of her work because she, uh, she also too goes to school for that as well. And, uh, she's representing, uh, for, uh, Long Beach City as well, and she's an excellent artist too. So you guys can get with me on that. But as far as I mean, she was always reinventing herself, and she was never afraid to invest herself into something. You know, I mean, she always, you know, she focused mm-hmm. more so on, you know, I mean, she always said that you gotta have something, gotta have a backup. You know, and I mm-hmm. guess now, when as I see how times are going. You know, she was right. I mean, but then back then she she didn't really need a backup back then, but she was always trying to get a backup. She knew she learned how to cake decorate. She learned how to make shirts. She knew how to she learned how to put designs on shirts. I mean, she just did the most. And when she went and worked at a drive-in, but it didn't last but like a week though. But when she went and did that as a second job, I really thought she was best. But you know, as far as you know today, that's where we need to kind of focus on. You know, we really need to, I mean, what she was saying and what my nan was saying about 2000 is going to come in and Republicans going to whoop-de-whoop, everything she said. And she was like, I am, I'm going to be long gone. And, you know, also, too, you know, now when I think back to it, it's like, wow. You know, they were they they did give us, my mom did give us, see, I thought, okay, just like they say, right, you know, you know how we're raised. We're raised like what? What is it? What are we told when we're raised up? Because you went to private school just like I did. So what were we raised to? To, to what was our parents telling us to do? Which is totally to school now. Go to school, get good grades, get a good job, and save your money at the bank. <laughs> okay, and how 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 real crucial? Not no disrespect to our parents. Well, I only have one, but you had two. But no disrespect to them, but was that really? That's not what uh, other children of other races are being told. They're not being raised that way. They're not being geared uh-uh. that way. And, and just like last, I wish you'd have been here last night. I had to, you know, I kind of got, had to kind of get funky a little bit because it's like, you know what? Um, you know, our children really right about now. What we need to do is shore up our retirement and all that because we've already lived our lives. But as far as our children, like you have young children like me, you have a young adult. I mm-hmm. mean, we need to try to tell them what it is that they need to do, and they're going to have to pass that on to their children. So it's not about what, what you know, talking about what really, really inspires us at all. It's about trying to inspire those young minds. Now, see, I raised my kids on investing. I went over and over with them. I mean, we invested 15 grand with my cousin, and to this day, you know, I don't feel like I used to feel because, you know, when we went homeless and all that, I went to him. He was supposed to pay me back our money. It was interest. And I went back. I'm telling you, as me and my family, me, me and my kids were losing everything, I'm telling you, I, I ain't going to tell you what I told his sister that I wanted to happen to him. And to this day, I still have the document because I did get all that. You know, I got it. Uh, um, I took it. We had it notarized and everything. But the case is, you know, man, I was, I mean, come on. 
I mean, I taught them invest in this and do that and do that, you know. And then that really, even though I had that part in me, my mom, she she was like, get your own thing on the side. She was always saying, you might have that job. And she was a teamster. She was like a local nine fifty nine fifty two. She was the she was one of she was the first black woman to be hired in. So she made she made headways when she after Kennedy you know, put the, the no segregation or whatever, she made history. So with that, she always did say, get something on the side. I always have something in the back pocket. Like, you know, but, you know, you never know one day to Christmas. She would always say, you know, it might be one day, one Christmas, y'all might not get anything. That Christmas never came, but she always would say it, you know. And I think what you bring to me and in my life is you, you, you remind me of her. And that's like okay Thank you. because what she was saying is is true. But seriously, so I mean, hey, I'm willing to. Hey, I'm willing. You know what I'm about. You know, you know I want to make a difference mm-hmm. out in in the community. Period. And so I really right. thank you and welcome you as well. You thank know, you. So you give me, you 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 kind of give me you give me that you know because it's nothing but to look at you and say wow that's the way my mom was. You don't find too many <laughs> people like that. You know. And, and and now I see she did give me, she did tell me that. But now my nanny was like what you said, go to school, get an education, get a job, put your first dollar that the Jew give you in the bank. That's what she did. <laughs> yeah. Period. So we just That's need to remap said. people. Tell the people out there what it is that they need to be aware of. We just need to we just need to remap ourselves. We either been um we've been given information but a lot of that information is misinformed. And in order to learn and know the right way and win the money game, you you gotta you gotta learn about it. Don't be fearful because we can do it with these common sense methods that are being taught. You just have to grab hold of it and learn it. And and these workshops are free. It's not like you have to come out of your pocket for it, but come down here and listen or be here if you're in San Diego. I don't know. Um, if you want more information, just uh, shoot me the email, and I'd be more than happy to share because it's about educating each other and strengthening everybody. Yeah, that's that's pretty much about the only way we're going to make it. I really do thank you, um, I, you know, for uh, bringing that. Uh, I hope you guys out there listening. I, you know what? I just found out from my auntie that we we are having a family reunion on Saturday. So what I'm going to try to do, and, and I really need to take my car in the shop because it is driving so it's driving so crappy. See, I, I know I'm about to have a battle with this car. See, I might have a battle, and you know I'm ready for this battle too because you know I paid up paid quite a large amount of money to um, get extended, but I, I'm not even on the extended yet because I'm still on the other warranty. So I know I'm going to have a little battle with this. And, uh, you know, people don't understand, you know what I mean? You you do try to shore up sh- your lives and you try to, you know, before this happened to me, I mean, you know, I never would have thought that what happened to me and my kids would have happened because, you know, I had the 401k, I had the CDs, I had all that extra. Then I invested that 15 grand, me and my kids. That was me and my kids investing in my cousin's thing. So it was like, you know, I I, I mean, that was all right before everything hit the fan. So it's like, wow. It's like, you know what? You know, I mean, I, got, I have more legal battles to deal with, too. So, I mean, I want to let people know, too. I mean, 
I know being it that I brought that out about, you know, us investing with my cousin and shit, that makes people not want to invest in, you know, because your family will let you have it. But the case is, it's like, you know what, you, you know, we have to think more soundly. What what everybody should get from that is that we got to think more soundly about what we're doing with our monies. And we got to think more soundly about, you know, how we're, how we're generating our monies and where we're putting our monies into. You know, I see, you know, I see somebody brought up the whole idea last night. They made a statement about, uh, about the flashy clothes, flashy this, flashy that. You know, um, you got to understand that this 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 whole place is not really ran by us. You know, the community, and I'm not talking about by color. I'm not talking about by race. I'm talking about by poor rich. As I've said once, I've said it a million times. It's this world is not defined by color. So you people out there, that are, yeah, I mean, I mean, I know I can't test people who are racist, and that's racist in black. That's racist in Asian. That's racist in white. I, I know I can't touch you because you're untouchable. Because the ignorance is 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 not bliss. But the case is, I'm talking about you people out there that have the mindset like you know you don't see. It's not about color at this time when it comes to our financial stability. It's about rich or poor. Just like my both of my attorneys told me. And you know what? Now when I think back on it, I can kick my own ass and say, you know what? I should have. I should have. You know. I mean, these these white men, these Jewish men who are defending by two cases are not going to be, you know, I mean, they didn't tell me to the last minute that it was about the money. I was all, my, my whole idea was about the principle. So I guess when people are dealing with you and they're talking to you, they're talking to you like it's about the money, but they never said it to me. So, and I'm I'm pretty, I'm not, I'm not a dumb lady. So, I mean, you know, I didn't go to school. I mean, I wasn't an A student to be an idiot. So I'm like, okay, where did I lose the whole fact that it was about the money and not about the principal? And then people don't understand when you, you know, when you sitting on, you shoot, like my my my, my name said, you shit on hot cotton and you're not really paying attention and you say, oh, well, I don't really need this extra. I got this. I got this. You know what I'm saying? Some sh- it hits you out the blue. That means you lose your job. That 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 right there is number one right there. And then if you're a wife or a husband who's at at home, stay home at wife or husband because it can go either way, and your mate die, the one who brings in the bacon, okay, (laughs) bow, there it is. And then all of a sudden your whole world turns around and you think you have enough money saved up. You really don't. And then what we're putting our monies in, like you can get burned. Now that little situation in 2000, remember when they had the whole uh, situation where the uh, stock market dropped? Now, I put this on everything. Now, I must say this on my 401k. I made money because, see, I was vested in the high risk and everybody else was invested. So all those people that lost their retirement funds and all of that, man, I gained. I didn't have that much money because I was only with the company like four years, like three, four years. But I made some money on that when everybody lost theirs. In 2000, you know what I'm talking about? Everybody. Everybody. I don't know what was was it that made me pick the 10 I did, but the 10 I picked were high risk. And I won, but, all, I mean, people lost 150000 People lost five. They lost their whole fucking retirement. That, that was the first hit that everybody took. So, and then you got the Madoff situation. I mean, come on, you guys. You know, how much more do you need to see that, okay, the people who are FDIC are not the people that you need to be entrusting your money with? FDIC means what? Fuck. Fuck what? <laughs> I can uh, want me to come up with some, you know, some uh, what words for those FDIC? That is not protecting you. That's not protecting your money. 
I mean, they're circulating your money and then charging you for your money, and you know what? Your money ain't even really there. And then that that, that whole situation you brought up about Nixon, I didn't know that, Kent, until you said it. I didn't know that. I didn't know that Nixon put it in, uh, you know, turn all the money. Well, how did he do it? How, you said he said what? Uh, turn all um, the money. He, shoot it to the When people. the money was, um, like, if you if you look at, listen to Robert Kiyosaki, he talks about Nixon. Nixon took it, like, we look at the Federal Reserve. They say it's best based on the gold reserve. But Nixon, he switched that up where it's not based on the gold reserve anymore. It's based on, so that's why people, uh, the government's able to print more money because it's not backed up by the gold reserve. So that that made a change in a lot of things. So you'd be surprised on how the domino effect effects, but it doesn't say that we can't win the game. You just have to learn how to win the game. How to play the game. How to mm-hmm. play the game, how to win the game. And that's out there for, you know, especially for uh, all you people who are uh, putting monies. You know what? I've said it so many times that, you know, because I, I don't know, just kind of like that Armstrong thing, that they went to the moon thing. <laughs> just like that. You know, I had a, you guys know I see stuff, you know, I, I don't, I I haven't gotten into detail with you about it yet, but, you know, I see things, right? And, you know, I had saw a while ago that that whole little Armstrong thing where he went to the moon and all the extra, it never happened, right? You know, and it was like I saw that it was a, you know, it was a, a, a well-put-together movie set, right? And I think I just recently heard that somebody just said that it it really was. I, I don't know, but I know I saw that, and I know I'm 99.9. So, just like just like with how I saw that, I see a, I see a lot of uh, I see I see how things you know the things that I was told I'm seeing it come to pass. The things that I see I'm seeing it come to pass. When it comes down to uh, how I say, you guys think your money, you know the Fed, you have they have the Federal Reserve, you know you know they have that right. That's where I think I believe I sent my um, savings bonds to be turned over to my kids that my mom left for me. I sent them there, but they came back from Fort Knox. See, I always thought that the Federal Reserve was in Fort Knox, but I take it that it's somewhere in New York City or some shit. Well, anyways, the case is, you know what? And in that, in that, in that reserve is supposed to be all this gold bars and all this money that is, you know, what we're spending out here, right? Or what we have already in that bank. Bullshit. There ain't no. I I, I saw it, man. It ain't nothing up in there but some IOUs. And I mean, there's some shabby IOUs, too. I mean, they're not well-documented like how they want your shit to be well-documented when you're going in there to get your money. It's scribbled on pieces of paper. I owe, we owe, we owe friends, we owe. Because ain't nothing up in there. And then when you said what you said, that just only bonafide what I feel. Because, look, if in fact that he said he put in effect that, you know, you just print money and that it doesn't have to be backed by any currency, they're asking us, in order for us to get credit, we have to show some type of collateral. How are you going to show, uh, why do you have to show collateral on something? They don't even have collateral on your money. And like I said about the Occupy and all that old extra, there ain't no way to show nobody, to, you know, but being outside in the cold and bearing the, <laughs> the weather. Listen here, we I've done that on the strength, Okay. Take it from the peppercorns, and I got cracking on my feet. The bottom line is, just, I done did that. And you know, we're playing homeless is not a cute thing. You know, it's nothing to play with. 
you know, while you're out there eating Subway. I mean, they were out there having this soup. And, you know, I mean, the homeless over there by, at Lincoln Park, they had a good time. You know, and plus they were well protected by the police, you know, because there were all the white folks. But they weren't going to leave out there, you know, without the police support. But then, but the homeless did come out doing Occupy. They did. Much love to y'all out there. Y'all did. I mean, I was getting calls from the folks out there at the park that live in the park. They were like, well, I'm over here having a bowl of soup. I'm having some chicken and noodle. I, I just got a club. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, wow, like that? <laughs> you know, but playing homeless, they were amongst homeless. You know, doing that, that didn't make, that's not going to make a difference in, uh, not, you think they give a damn about you standing outside, you you out in the cold, you try, climb up a tree or whatever the hell you want to do. Now, if you're in an area that they're going to cut down and you climb up some trees and you stand the tree, you might stop them from cutting down the trees till you get out of it. But to go out there in a park and all these parks and all over the world, to sit out here and sit out here in the cold and bear the winds and the weather, thinking that you're doing something, that, that, I mean, they really don't care. They already don't care. If if there's nothing in there to worry about, they're sweating us. So, okay, you know what? Putting our monies into banks may not be the best way to do it. You know what? I'm kind of glad I'm overdrawn right now. <laughs> Makes me say, you know what? Because really, come on. I mean, really, you're making money off of whatever money that I'm putting in there. And you say to me, if I went in there and said to you, you know, and this is what I said to Occupy. You know, I had a lady in here who cleared it up for me because she said it was about college students, too, and all the extra. But that ain't going to help nothing either. I mean, out, out there for the college students, is not, I don't know what they think they're going to do. Give them, what, an extra financial aid kickback check? It ain't going down. Uh, like I tell people out there now, if you're going to go back to school and you, you're you seeking to get a new career, you better get, come on and get on with it now while, Obama, uh, while Obama's in office. You better come on down and get it. And I mean, this semester, they're giving some extra for federal opportunity work study. So that's an extra three, almost an extra three grand if I go to do work study. So you guys better get on up into your colleges, your community colleges, and all you guys out there going to those vocational schools. Oh, UCI, EIU, and all that extra shit, y'all better cut it out. Go on down to your community college, get on up in there, get your chips, save up some money, shore yourselves up. You know what, because that money that you get, you can put that money away in a safe deposit box and bury it under your, under your, in your, you know, in a hole in the wall, damn it. And you know what, hey, if that's what we got to do, and then you might have to get a couple of straps, too, because, you know, the jackers. But the case is, you know, if you got to put your money in your house, that's where you're going to have to do it. Because putting your money in a bank is a blow-up. If if President Obama bailed them out twice, all the banks, this is what I say, too. I think this is when I had the flash. If he bailed them out twice from bankruptcy, the banks ain't the banks the ones who are FDIC-backed. And wait a minute, FDIC is what the president and the state and the Senate, right? So wait a minute, that's that's an oxymoron. So how are you going to build, I mean, who do you know that has came from a bankruptcy, the first bankruptcy, and was able to snap right back and then get another? It don't happen. It don't happen. It happens for them because what? It's all a sham. So those hard-earned dollars that we making on these jobs, Putting up with all kind of, you probably need to probably need to build you a nice little um, what safe safe in your in your backyard or if you're fortunate to have a house. But who owns a house? And that's another thing, right? As far as getting with it, we can you can help say teach people how to better invest their monies as far as their insurances as well. Because you know what, as as far as insurance, 
what? Insurance, car insurance is high. Uh, there is also a program as far as getting your housing. Explain to the people, I mean, as far as uh, what they can do with that. That's what I see as a benefit, as, I mean, mainly. You know, I I paid my insurance for a whole year up just, just so, I mean, because that's the killer thing with, you know, with one of the, I don't have a house, but then you pay rent. Rent is not as bad as a mortgage, but also, too, paying car insurance and, you know, you you guys have homeowner's insurance. You, that's a way that you can also cut back some of your money, right? Because if you can combine yeah. them or let the people yeah, know. Yeah, um, you... you we we look for ways of saving money on both car, auto insurance, home insurance, and if you don't have renter's insurance, I mean, it's included in there as well. So the whole thing is about building wealth, reducing your, getting rid of debt, not reducing the debt, getting rid of debt, and then not repeating the endless cycle and saving some money on things that we are constantly doing with. So, we do auto and home insurance and um, life and investments and long-term care and just everything that has to do with that's going to help a person financially, helping them win that money game. You know what I found that was kind of interesting too was um, <clears throat> the uh, the uh, the the adult child that comes back home thing <laughs> that you know oh, the what. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the boomerang. That's what they call it, the boomerang. Right? Yeah, boomerang. T- tell the people about it because you know I'm living through it. What is it? Oh, <laughs> uh, it's a boomerang kid. I mean, before I mean, come on, think about it. When we were growing up, when we turned 18, we just couldn't wait to get up out of the house to get our own right. place and everything. Nowadays, things are income is going down, the wages are going down or staying where they are, and and but. The economy, it keeps increasing. Everything goes up. Gas goes up. Rent goes up. Nothing has changed in that area. It still increases. So now you see our children trying to get out there and get their own, but they're not paying. Like, they're not keeping up with the way the things are doing. So you got your children, either they move out and they're gone for a few years or so, and then they end up having children or married or and they come right back home, or sometimes they come home and visit and check that room to see if anything's been moved around, if you didn't change it in a, uh, um, an office space or a workout room or sewing room and making sure their bed is there so that if they need to come back home, they can come back home. And then sometimes parents want their kids to stay home because they're trying to make it, and it helps them to contribute to the household. So, I mean, it kind of plays on both parts, but it's happening, and it's real. And um, there's some people out there doing their own thing. They're blessed. But the thing is is that we all can be out there and be blessed, but we just have to learn the rules of the game because it's not being taught in school. No, it's not being taught in school, and it's not being taught anywhere in the in the game of life. And the game of life is hard, too. As well, um, being that I do, I am living through that whole uh, the child come back home thing. Um, this is what I say too, because I was really, you know, I mean, I figure like this. I, I'm really, I really, as much as I love living by myself and stuff, you know, I do see, you know, some. I, I went, I went all through the website and I read everything. I read everything that you sent me, and 
it, it pretty much is the general idea of what how I see things. So I said, okay, well, it's kind of the backup, and it's kind of it was kind of a validation that how I'm doing things is is right. That means when that adult child comes home, uh, I mean, as far as investing, not using that debit, not using that debit card is is a key. That that uh, v, what the visa the credit card. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that that's a blow up. I remember. Okay, look, the first bank that started that whole thing. See, I was with Security Pacific back then, and you remember Security Pacific National and Bank of America, uh, what bought them out or whatever. And that's when they came up with the Versatile. And I remember. I'm gonna tell you guys what's up. I always rented cars, even though I had a nice car. I always rented cars to go out to Vegas or take trips with me and the kids or whatever we did. So. <clears throat> I would always rent, but I would always, you know, when I got that Versatile, you know, I I would use it just for that. And, and only because the first time that I used that Versatile when I got it, it was the Bank of America Versatile. First time I used it, I got a pack of cigarettes at the gas station. And back then, I think cigarettes was like about $2 or something like that, right? And then I had, it was $6. It was $6. like $6. And I was thinking. I said, I got a pack of cigarettes, and that's when I, because they were promoting to get with Pizza Hut and all that extra, but they weren't telling anybody at the time that there were fees attached to that shit, right? And so I paid $6 and something for a pack of cigarettes, and from that point on, all I used my Versatile card for was to rent cars because, you know, it'll hold the car until you get back, and I'd write the check. You know, (laughs) I learned that shit early because I got, I mean, it was like the first time I used it. And then I put like, oh, so it's like a four dollar charge on top of a two dollar charge to use it. Oh no, yep. that's not a convenience. That, that I mean, because those four and two dollars and two dollars and four dollars and two fifty and three fifty and four fifty. I see why people drive all across town to go to their fucking their own bank to get their money out. Because and and also two people, another key to that too is you know you need to probably what. But then when you get with the bank that's everywhere, like a Bank of America or a Chase, because. Now, Chase is everywhere. Yeah, they got Chases in the matter of a block apart. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's a Chase in every half a mile. So I'm saying, you know, but it's more feasible to do that, a bank that's everywhere. But then in the case of, okay, now I'm hearing some little things about Chase, and we'll talk, we'll talk about that on another show. But then also, too, they're gaining yet and still all that, too, and extra holidays and that. You know, Chase is making it where, okay, we got your back. We're going to be everywhere. You ain't got to worry about going to other banking and taking out withdrawing nowhere else. But they're getting you some other kind of way, I'm sure, right? Yep. Always. Always. A a good 80% of the money that banks made is on fees. Wow. It's on fees. Wow. Those are fees to use the credit card, fees for budget. Writing checks, and that's another thing Chase is good at too. Because if you get direct deposits, you don't have to pay no fees, but they still get over in some kind of way. I mean, it's uh-huh. like you know what? What if one day, if one, you know, this is what I said to Occupy. I said, if you guys, now this would have been a more, if I were were the organizer of that whole function, it would have been, it would have went down like that. It was going to be a one day thing, a one day. I mean, like Jamie Foxx said, uh, I had one too many, <laughs> and it ended up, it would be one day. One day, it would have been all I had to do, uh, because at 9 o'clock, be it wherever, whatever time, whatever state you were in, if you was in New York, that would have been 12 o'clock for you, it would have been 12 o'clock for California, it would have been 9 o'clock for New York, 
you know, and so on and so on, Eastern Standard Time, Pacific, you know, whatever. The case would have been, we, everybody going to everybody, everybody's bank and everybody as a whole going and say, I want my money. I want my money. And you know, you know, I want all my money. If everybody at in, in, in compliance with each other went in and said, I want my money. That is. And then see what they would do to try to get you your money. And, you know, if your money ain't there, because what? Because they owe it to somebody else or because it just simply plain fact ain't there, then that's where it would have been a blow-up. And then, hey, what's the worst thing they was going to do, send everybody home? Oh, my God. I mean, you think it was riding and overriding the king. And you know, you know, most people out here, you know, spit not people of color too much, but the other, you know, hey, you, I ain't got no money in here. <laughs> you know, is it gonna be, is it gonna be a lot of suicide going on? <laughs> is it gonna be some, you know, what I'm saying, because where's my money? You know what I mean? And then that way, the banks would have had to fess up and say, we, we either don't have your money because we owe it out to this country and that country and to that country or whatever the case may be. Talk to the president wherever they send your ass, you would have known. You know, all that camping outside, that just was just a blow-up. <laughs> I mean, you can't beat nobody like that. All you can do is go in there and say, give me my money. Mm-hmm. Everybody, give me my money. Whatever, I don't get, I, hey, with your bank book, here it is. I want every dollar. <laughs> I want it all. I want to wipe out my account. You know, and that would have shown a lot. Of, but then also, too, from what Jay tells me, you know, my friend from New York, he says that was all like a, a it was all a a, a, a ploy. So, I mean, that's what he's, he lives in New York, so he's like, it was just a ploy. So, you know, something to kind of make you think that we, that they're trying to do something about an issue that they're really not trying to do nothing about. <laughs> Whatever. You feel me? So, yep. So, I mean, what is your take on the whole Occupy thing? I mean, you know, you heard about it. The the banks, um, the money and stuff. Well, I mean, they invest your money and, um, when we go in there and we ask for loans and they ask you, do you have any money anywhere? And you tell them, no, well, I can't lend you money. They're only lending people money who got money. And there, there, there's a lot. Banks are for, they're you're like your put-and-take accounts, you know. I'm not going to knock them for that. You put money in there, you take money out, and that's basically what they are utilized for. But then they offer other things but it's not really for the benefit of the person to win the money game, you know. So um, just just knowing and empowering yourself with the information and knowing how to um, use the bank for what the bank is for, but recognize and read your statements. Don't get used to saying this email to me. Take the time and read your stuff. A lot of people don't read the life insurance policies that they get. And um, I get a lot of feedback that some people say, well, I got life insurance with my job, you know. But let's say that, that you um, got laid off and uh, that that life insurance can be converted to you, but it becomes very expensive because you're not in that group rate anymore. So there's a lot to it. So and, yeah, yeah. And come out in here so that we, because we educate, we want people to understand what you have, and if you're okay with what you have, then so be it. But if you want to improve it so that it's doing what you think it, what you know it should be doing for you, then you got to make some changes. 
And you can't be fearful about it because the longer you procrastinate, the worse it gets. Because right now you can have good health today, but you might not have good health tomorrow, you know. And, and tomorrow is not promised to them, but we know one thing, that we're all meant to die or expire sometime in the day, you know. And when I retire, I hope anybody that retires that your plan is to live through your retirement okay, not be retired for a couple of years and go back to work. And mm. you're finding a lot of people are doing that. They retire, they save this money because they go conservative, and then when they retire, they end up coming back to work or taking a part-time job to supplement what they're getting. And the thing is is that when you retire, that's supposed to be a permanent vacation, you know? So learn how to make it a permanent vacation for you so that you can be off in Tahiti or traveling or doing the things that you want to do and have a choice when you want to retire. Don't wait till 62, 65, and 67. Let mm. it be an option. Mm, that's right. And the only way you're going to make that an option is if you learn how to play the money game. And speaking of the money game, and this is also too, if you're the man who is the sole provider of the house and you got all the chips and uh, you want to shore that up so that Gold-digging-ass, cheating-ass wife could be there to stand there and get all your dollars when you, when you, what is it, expire. <laughs> no, but <laughs> just on that, though. <laughs> okay, well, no, seriously, on a serious tip on that, uh, that's what this whole show is about. I know we kind of touched on this financial. We kind of went all into it, but like I say, you know, community is first and foremost. You know, uh, I, I got to spread the good word. You know, I mean, we, we can all talk about, you know, I mean, we can have a basketball-wise uh, uh, episode on here tonight. The case is, first and foremost, is what is we going to do to try to, you know, what is it out there? What are our options to try to uh, shore up our, our financial stabilities and stuff? And then we can further that into trying to get the community together. Um, If we, so, if we solely and individually uh, you know, shore up our own financial situations and our our backing, then uh, you know, then maybe maybe we'll all feel a little bit more comfortable to, you know, take a little leap out on faith and take a little risk and try something. You know, what I'm saying, uh, get into a venture or get get into a business venture. You know, it's scary. It is really scary. You know, um, me running this radio show. You know, I run this radio show on my own, right? So you know, it's out my own pocket. The case is, though, I do love doing it, and also, too, you know, it's, it's only because of what I learned from, you know, working out here and being amongst the folks I've been working with um, is that why why I even care. You know, I do care, and so I'm glad I'm here at least to, to be to be here, and I hope you guys appreciate me being here, and if there's anything that I can do, um, anything that you guys out there want to know about, uh, I do want you guys to know, you know, pretty much at least I, at least I can walk it. You know, so I walk it. So if I'm gonna walk you through it, I walk you through it with you know with that. But yeah, you know, as far as uh this episode tonight was pretty much about uh I don't know you're gonna hang out here with me while you know on the uh, gold diggers and cheaters uh wives the reason why uh, women uh, what what is it you know my daughter had sent me a text last night and uh, because last night's show actually was uh, not per se about this but it touched on this. 
And she had said that it's for the money. She's like, you know, it's, it's about the money. So it's, is it all about the money nowadays? You know, I mean, uh, uh, the reason why, you know, because I hear a lot of wives, you know, un, unhappy. And then, you know, you got all these, you know, we were talking about that. We, it was all about marriage and why do people, when is the right time to get married? And it was a great show last night, too. Um, but now this is about, you know, because old boy brought up the subject. Yeah, we got to give him dap out there, David. It was David, Jackie, Todd, and uh, uh, who else was out there that night? Uh, there was some, someone else, and I can't really uh, remember who it was, but well, right, not right now. But um, we were out here. No, Jackie. It was Jackie. Oh, she, she's not a usual caller, but um, she was out here. And then Q, he was out here. Um, she was. They were. We were speaking about what's the right time, and she was talking about common law, and and then David called in. You know, you know, I know David personally and everything, and he had called in, and he was uh, speaking more so about uh, about uh, his his baby's mother, who uh, he was married to, who uh, divorced her husband to marry someone who had a better job and had a better stable uh, background so and that he you know he was like well you know i didn't get to touch on him about the whole reason you know that the whole fact that like what you know but he said that uh, he she asked him if it was okay and he said yeah you know uh, he can she can divorce him or whatever and marry this guy so that the baby would have a life or have benefits and so that's what kind of sparked this whole show this whole episode here um Cause I'm like, wow, wow, and you know, he was like, well, I know I was supposed to take care of my own kid, but you know, it's like, wow, you know. So I said, wait a minute. So just in talking and texting with a couple of friends the past few days, past couple of days, you know, I've been coming up these these topics and these subjects. So I'm gonna have to change, you know, change my my whole, uh, which you know, avenue about how I'm gonna do the show, cause. I do I do have a lot of variety shows uh, in me, you know, and some of them kind of raw, and, and, and the case is, you know, and, and I think you guys really, like, dig, you know, being able to speak and say what you got on your mind and represent for who you are. And, you know, even if you want to be anonymous or, you know, if you want to be on the down low, you want to be, be the unknown caller or whatever the hell you want to do, you know, you, I'll shoot that out there for you guys, too, you know. And I'll be the voice to represent for you, too. You know, like I said, just put in some captions to the emotions you want me to have. <laughs> and then I'll shoot it like that. So you say, you want me to say angry? I'll be, yeah, mm, and then I'll be, mm, wrong, like that on you. But whatever the case may be, you guys shoot it to me and I got it. Um, but by him saying that, that just brought out the whole topic about, you know, and I said to him, because uh, I know he's with uh, two young ladies. And, uh, you know, the two young ladies, you know, uh, he's with, you know, because I know him personally. And, you know, he came out and he said, he was like, what's the difference between getting married and not being married? You know, what's the difference between married and not married? You know, and I kept saying to him, you know, and, and Jackie was there, you know, I kept saying, you guys got to hear the whole episode because it was wild. And, you know, Jackie's like saying she was common law and that whole situation, which my brother a few, what, last week went off about. And I think my girl was out there on that night where he just, woo, he just went there. And then last night I had to go there too because we had speak speaking on the common law and speaking of okay, well we all you know, we all older. You know what I'm saying? Really this show, you know, really we're not gonna learn no more than what we already learned. I now I'm a learner. You know, I don't care what it is, I'm gonna learn. 
if you shooting something to me that I need to know, I'm going to take it in. I'm going to embellish it. I'm going to hold it tight. You know, and I'm going to I'm going to work through it. See, that's me. But then y'all already out there who ain't even on that page and you know you already did your shit, you lived your life. You know, then you know what you calling in, you know, you might be a little tipsy, whatever the case may be, you calling in, you want to represent. But if you bring in that old mentality, you know, I mean, it's one thing. I don't care what you say on the show as long as you respectful to us. But when you get to talk about when it comes to these kids, when it comes to what it is about children, yeah, I get real, I, hey, set me off. The bottom line is this, you know, hey, our youth are who we need to be trying to worry about. We don't need to worry about what we got going on because we've already lived our lives pretty much. If you're 30, your ass is a wash. Anybody under 30, that's who we need to be representing for. Those are the ones who are going to be leading this, this world for us, guiding, our, rearing our grandchildren. So with that, because I got two kids, so I care. Y'all out there ain't got no kids, well, I ain't talking to you. But y'all out there who have kids, I don't care from zero to however old to 30, you got kids, then you know what? You need to be representing too. So with old boy said what he said about having the woman who uh, he divorced to get with the, to marry the man with a good job and everything to get because of his child to get the benefits. And with Jackie saying, in other words, you know, you can't tell a kid, you know, um, because, oh, of course, Richard, out there with David on the riverbed because they my riverbed people, so I got to keep it 100. I didn't say it last night, but, you know, when Jackie was like, where he at? I need to be where he at. Well, mm, well, he out there on the rocks, okay, babe? He out there on the rocks, and, and so Richard's out there with the vet, which they had. They got a whole new different, they got a whole new flavor and a whole different story to what they going through, and I'm going to get further into that, but uh what she was saying, you know, she came up with like, well, you know, because of what Richard said about the kids. Because, of course, he's the vet that went crazy who kind of got my callers from calling in. He scared everybody off, y'all. <laughs> Richard scared everybody off. You know what, last night when he was talking, I didn't really even. Because, you know what, what he was saying was right. He was saying about the young people because he heard what I said. It's not about what we feel about how. You know, common law is a shacking up. You know, like she made the point that, yeah, common law is shacking up. You know, she did that and will do it. But then she also admitted that she didn't gain anything, you know, from his benefits. She got everything that was in the house, everything that was with the kids and, you know, whatever she lived in. But she was unable to get his benefits. And so that right there is enough right there to say, okay, well, and that was back in the day when common law wasn't even recognized. And now I hear, and I brought this up, the common law is recognized now after six months of living with somebody. Y'all can live together, whatever, and then you common law. But then I talked to a military guy, a friend of mine, who told me that it's not going to stand nothing in the military court because you ain't getting nothing for, for common law. And all I'm saying is, like, I'm representing that, okay, well, you know, and David called in saying, what is marriage or not married? And then Rich got on. No, no. Then Jackie was like, "I'm saying about the. I'm. I brought up about the kids, and the kids need to know. Our young people need to know that they, you know, hey, you know what I mean. You better get something. And yeah, like I said, like Beyonce, put it in a song. Put a ring on it. Put a ring on it. You know, because hell with what he talking about. And then she was like, "Well, you know, you can't talk at the kids. They don't. You can't tell them what to do. What? That's when I. That's when I snapped. Okay, of course. You know, because it's like what." 
I have a 25-year-old and I got a 23-year-old, and they are excellent. And even she knows my kids. She's like, well, yeah, you did. And I know her kids. They're older than my my children, but then they're good. They're good kids too. But the case is, you know what? Whatever we display to our children, whatever they see us do, is what they're gonna mimic from. And some things, because of how you or maybe your people have helped brought them up, they'll see some shit you do that they will never do. Like I smoke. My kids don't smoke no cigarettes. They don't play with no cigarettes. They don't even like them. The bottom line is. My mom smoked. I smoke. My kids, they hate smoke. Bottom line is, okay, there's some things that might be adversely, you know, affecting. But when it comes down to your children, you can tell them, wait a minute, you raising them? You know, I hear all this about these little babies, you know, just like I put on Facebook today. The baby that did the stanky lady. Now, the baby doing the stanky lady, now he is a cut up. And he do that shit better than me. I can't even dance like that. This baby got to be like maybe a year old, a year and a half or two years old with a diaper on, on the table doing doing the stanky leg. And I'm talking about man, man. I mean, precision. I mean, head, neck, all of that. I ain't never, it's the most amazing. It's cute. But then, okay, that, it, that's we, we we can teach the kid to do the stanky leg, but you can't teach that kid nothing else. I mean, wait a minute. When the kid get up that's been doing the stanky leg, tell you, you know what? I ain't got to listen to you. Then what you going to do? You say, okay, you ain't got to listen to me because, you know what? They were talking about the whole thing about marriage because it's a paper thing. You know, you ain't got to have paper. That's the whole thing. You know, they talking about the man telling her to do something because she didn't marry her man, her man who, God bless his soul, he was murdered. Now, she didn't marry him, but he wanted to marry her legally, but she didn't want to marry him because he was a drunk or whatever the case may be. But... It still didn't make no sense because common law wasn't really wasn't really honored back then. This is like in the sixties, seventies, or whatever. It wasn't honored back then. But also, too, she lived and they lived in the same house. So of course, when you live in the same house, you got all the access to their banks and all that. That's that's a given. Can't nobody come in there and tell you you can't. I, I had to think about this today, people. Yes, of course. If you're in a house with him and you know all his shit, you know his bank card, you know all that, you don't got you ain't gotta worry about that. Ain't nobody gonna come ask you for that because you in the house with him and you got all his information. That's yeah, you can have that. But as far as you getting any benefit from him, you you got nothing coming. So what we should be telling our young people is, you know, hey, come on, that means women and men, you know what I mean? Start being more, you know, if my kids did it, hey. They did better than me. If they could do it, then we can all do it. But then she said that you can't tell a kid, you can't talk at a kid, you can't tell. Stay in your house. What the, that's the white man's teaching right there. If you want to talk about white men, stand in the corner. Time out. No, you know what? You you best be knowing. No, you run that. I mean, like my baby, sweetie, fat, I love her to death, but I told her to pack her little Barbie car up and all her little toys and going on up out there. She was going to tell me she didn't like me because <laughs> she said it. You know, and that's what you do. She's like, eh. but the case is, you know what I'm saying? You tell them like that. I mean, she was about five. <laughs> and she told me she didn't like me. And I don't blame her because I was probably a, I was a cut up back then. So I'm like saying, well, okay, if you can tell, you can tell your child what to do. Because you know what? When they get older, like my nanny used to say, you don't tell them what to do. Then the Neb Jones, Neb Jones being the police, they going to tell them. They, they going to tell them what to do. And they going to they gonna whoop on them. If you don't whoop on them, then Nab Jones will whoop on them. So, and now what we got today, that that was years ago she told me that. Nowadays, no, Nab Jones is going to taser you. Nab Jones is going to billy club you. Nab Jones is going to put a bullet in you, in your kids. So if you want to see your kids in a casket because you couldn't tell them nothing, well, you know what? That's your failure. 
you can't blame nobody but yourself. You know where you let the man if you if you won't let the man tell you to get married, then why are you letting the man tell you what you you could do with your kids? If they're that grown, if they too and they like cussing you out, <laughs> well, you know you need to be cussed out. You know, if you don't lay it down and put it down, I mean, necessarily, not necessarily having to have to whoop them or hit them. I mean, what I did learn over these years, you could talk to them. You could talk to them and you can scare them. You make them. I mean, my nanny used to say stuff to us, you know, seriously, though. She would say things to us about, you know, that make you think she was going to do something to you. But, I mean, then she cut up, too. She'd do it, throw the little drama in there. I mean, scare them up. I don't care what you got to do. You got to do something. You got to do something or you want to be crying over your baby because some cop or somebody killed him. Because what? Because they didn't listen. Because you had no voice in your own house. Well, you know what? If you won't let the white man tell you to get married and get a piece of paper, that's the white man. That's society. The society told you you can't tell your kids nothing, too. Society told you, told your kids to call 911 when you whoop them. <laughs> That's what society did. So you know what? When you recognize that kind of old shit like that, that's what you got to say. That's what society showed you. You know what? You can't say. You can't tell me in one sense. Society ain't going to make you have to get married. But you ain't going to tell me in another sense. Society going to tell you that you can't tell a kid what to do in your house and you the parent. Now, I'm going to have to go ahead and play a song on that one and represent because I'm getting some texts right here. So I'm going to go ahead and check and see who it is. That's some foolishness, people. You know what? Hey, if you brought him in this world like Bill Cosby, he was the first one to say it. He brought you in the world and take you out. You better know. <laughs> here it goes. We're going to play some dream, you guys. So chill out. I love her. I love your girl. Oh, you bought you that watch? Boy in love, in the pain that you're in. 
you know, the uh, sidewinder kind of stuff, you know, uh, uh, pretty much uh, where we're at with uh, how you get down on the down low and on the cheat cheat, right? Okay, so we're going to stay with that uh, flavor right there. I'm going to send another uh, song out there to you, and then we're going to take it on out. You guys make sure your phones are charged up right now, and you guys are ready for that last hour. Hopefully you guys will come on out and speak on what you feel about women who apparently claim that they're unhappy in the marriages. And also, too, there's some men out there. So let's go ahead and represent, since you guys represent anyway, when I talk about domestic violence, you guys always bring it up that, oh, we be getting all whooped on, too. All right, so, all right, much love there out there to you guys out there who are what? At home, dads. You know you know who you are because I got a couple of friends that done took care of y'all. So the case is, all right, you know, waiting on the girl to just go ahead and uh, kick rocks so you can get them, you know, get them chips, right? <laughs> no, no, no joke on that one. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's some men out there like that, too. Uh, I know a couple for real. So the deal is, why is it that they say remained in these relationships, these marriages? Is because what? Is it love or is it the money? So what is it? What is your opinion of that? I'm going to go ahead and send this little shout-out because I'm quite sure either either or man or woman, if they're at the club and they got a husband or wife at home and they see a nice little whatever they want to get with, and uh old boy or old girl at home, she ain't nothing but the money anyway. So, you know, can I take you home? Like a 
got an Italian cup. You're back with Gina's Groove Theory. It is now 12.52 in the a.m. It is August 24th, 2012. Representing here out of Long Beach, this is Gina from Gina's Groove Theory, KXRW, your community connection internet radio station. So uh, just to drop it to you guys, I hope you guys are charging up your phones, uh, getting ready for that last hour because we're going to take it over to that last hour. As long as I'm logged in by 11, and my show starts at 11, we get that extra hour. Um, I want you guys to send me some, uh, you know, on Facebook. Those of you guys who are uh, on my Facebook, uh, send me uh, some shouts out. If you think that the show is uh, with the two hours, so that now with three hours, if it's too short, because I'm thinking about uh, reinventing and bringing some more hours, you know, bringing it back to the original, um, because, of course, uh, a lot of you guys out there are really supportive, and you guys are out there for me. And you guys call in. We some some shows I can't even finish off. So with that, you know, maybe I need to add back on those hours because I never really had that problem before, you know, until now. So with that, um, you guys go ahead and send me a shout out and let me know if I should do that. Yes, that's right. Okay, just got a text. Oh, got somebody out there charging. As you guys know, I'm down to that last, so I'm gonna go ahead and take this out. Take this uh this uh show out. You guys, make sure you remain logged in. You're going to roll with me through 1 o'clock. Well, those of you who are not in California, you're going to roll with me through 4 o'clock. Okay? And um, since you roll with me through, make sure your phone is charged. And after I play uh, my outro, you know, I play the intro, then I play the outro because you know what it means to me, right? It's uh, Actually, that was Jamie Foxx, Can I Take You Home? And I played that because I'm quite sure that's what the line you guys use when you're out at the club, when you cheat, all right, or when you're for dangling and gold digging. All right, the case is all right, so I shout that out there to you. And as, as you guys know, I do my intro. It's by Robin Thicke with Lil Wayne. Um, it's pretty much, uh, it's, uh, well, no, Mary J. And I think Lil Wayne is on it as well. Um, and it's Ask Myself. It's called Ask Myself. I think it was on his first album. And when I heard it, you know, just like I heard uh, Tie My Hands as well, those were two hard songs right there. So with that, I'm going to go ahead and take it out with my outro. You guys remain in, and I'll see you after one and after four, depending on what state you're in. So what you need to do, what we always need to do is ask yourself what it is that you can do to make a difference. And uh, when I come back, I'll give you my TMZ news, too, as much as those, too, because that's a good, happy thing for me, all right? So I'll keep you up on breast on that. So like I said, ask yourself what it is that you can do to make a change in your community, in your life, in your children. What is it that you can do? Ask yourself. (laughs) 
Hi, everybody. You're back with Venus Groove Theory. It is now 1.03 a.m. It is August the 24th, 2012. You're representing here with Venus Groove Theory in Long Beach, California, representing for KXRW, your community connection radio station. Um, actually, tonight's whole theme was about um, wives who are, well, actually, the the title is Gold diggers and cheaters. Uh, pretty much the women who are in relationships and marriages in which they're not really totally emotionally and sexually satisfied. And um, with that, uh, it kind of started last night from, uh, it was a spinoff from last night's uh, comment from our, our dear friend out there, uh, David, who, uh, you know, mentioned about as far as uh, his baby's mother who married a man for money pretty much and well married a man for financial stability and uh i I thought that you know it touched me so much where i was like wow like that you know and it's like well you know my child is taken care of and uh you know so he has nothing to worry about i found that was kind of odd uh it was odd and it was kind of a mm, kind of like a ganger like and uh well you know, wow, that's a man saying that. And so, I mean, see, like I tell you guys out there, and I think I sent out some uh, texts the day before yesterday about what it is that you represent yourself as. Um, Whatever you say, you know, on this show, you can say whatever it is that's on your mind. You can represent it. You know, I like you to be honest because I'm as honest as I can be with you too. So with that, be be yourself. And, um, and so, you know, it's been, you know, a couple of guests out here, you know, they 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 they're, they're always being themselves and that's cool too. But then also too, you know, of course what you're doing is you're mirroring into your life and you're saying what you're about and you know, I mean, it, if you don't really care about what your image looks like, then you know, you guys can go ahead and speak for yourself, say who you are, represent who you are, where you're calling from, whatever. You got no problems. And, you know, David is kind of those ones, too. You know, he really don't care because, you know, everybody knows who he is. And, you know, he ain't got nothing to hide. But, you know, for y'all out there who do, you know, send me a text. You know, I'll go ahead and represent for you guys. You know I will. I'll speak for you. All you got to do is put in captions the emotions you want me to, to bring. You want me to be sad, put sad. You want me to be angry, put angry. Um, And I'll shoot it to, you know, my listeners as so. Um, But, you know, with that, you know, you kind of define yourself, you know, um. Some people say that uh, you're, you know, you know, you may say, well, this. Uh, in in case of if you do want to represent for yourself and you are saying things that are, you know, really not of what you're about, then you should go ahead and note that that oh well, you know, this is not my feelings or and just like how my, you know, my friend out there, B, he does it. He says, well, this is, you know, this is what this person feels or this is what that, yeah, you represent that way because if you kind of come from that standpoint of this is the way I am and this is how I shoot it, then Okay, then, you know, you might get that impression that, you know, well, you are giving that impression that that's what you're about. So being it that he had brought that up, I thought, well, okay, well, now, what in the case of, because he says he's not down with marriage. He's like, what is the difference between marriage and not marriage? What is the difference between being married and not being married? And, you know, as much as I tried to explain to him, you know, uh, also as well as to Jackie, that, you know what, um, you know, Beyonce said, put it in the song, put a ring on it, uh, hello. And then also, too, um, 
speaking on that note, the TMZ thing is about the whole, it's all about what happened. I'll tell you, the show was done before I even got in touch with TMZ and they got back with me. Uh, Pretty much they were, uh, they're looking to do a segment and on, and they had these questions about, uh, you know, which questions would, you know, would, you know, could you speak on because of the show last night. And uh, me touching on the whole thing about the marriage thing and the common law and uh, how, you know, the gay marriage, that, that blew it up because simply because the, one of the questions that they had or uh, they have is, uh, you know, what is your feelings about Ellen and her uh, mate who uh, just recently had a four-year uh, anniversary? <clears throat> well, um, that that was kind of odd. So with the TMZ, I'm just waiting on them to, uh, I guess, get back with me because I had to go ahead and forward them all my info. Um, and, you know, hey, uh, I do a segment. I'll let you guys know. You guys can check it out because I'll be doing it from Skype. So I'll be Skyping with them. So that's going to be a big thing. That's, that's you know, you guys just keep your fingers crossed and everything. It's all good. Um, I'm going to go ahead and send a shout-out there to TMZ, too, as well. The guy who got with me, um, uh, he's one of the guys who uh, you see in the morning uh, on TMZ, actually. And um, I sent a shout-out there to him. You know, because uh, that is real sweet. That's real cool. Um, pretty much. Let's see. We're going to go. Uh, shoot. Let's see. Uh, here we go. Oops. Hold on. I'll get it right to you. Okay. Let's see. Andrew, okay, this is Andrew. Actually, the guy who contacted me from TMZ is Andrew, and uh, much love to you, Andrew. I did forward, and, and just as a little extra bonus, I went ahead and sent him the. Uh, um, <laughs> oh, I got I got a text coming in saying I never had the opportunity to be a gold digger. Me either, girl. You know, hey, oh, oh me either. I haven't either. Um, Pretty much, but I'm not really looking for that because also, too, you know, we can touch on that. Um, shout out there to Andrew and TMZ for representing to me today. Yes, I'm ready and I'm very willing. And, uh, you know, uh, I got to get real like flies, suited and booty because we're going to be doing this Skype. And so you guys just uh, stand close, stand by, and uh, much love to you guys for your support as well. Um, let's say uh, she sent me a, let's see what she's talking about. Let's see. This is on the subject of gold diggers and cheating wives, the ones who claim that they're not happy at home. Um, she's my my listener says, uh, never had the opportunity to be a gold digger, but sounds empty emotionally and owning materials and things appear to be the value in these in those relation the value of those relationships. Um, well. Because of uh, the kind of, I wish you would have been here last. Uh, they were more so saying, okay, uh, I think there's a discrepancy between back then and now when it comes to people marrying for stability. Um, the point that I made um, that I guess I will, if any, be bringing up on TMZ would be the, the fact about, well, you know, marriage has been, uh, it's played out on bachelor it's played out on bachelorette it's played out on who wants to marry a millionaire it's played out on brazilla it's played out on all these shows and like i mentioned it's like it has to be more than it's more than 30 
or 50 wedding and bride and marriage shows, reality shows out there now, right as today. today. Um, it's just like, and that's how we get in the kids. These reality shows are, you know, giving the impression that, of course, uh, in order to be on Who Wants to Marry a Millionaire, you have to want to marry a millionaire, and it's a millionaire. In order to be on Bachelorette of the Bachelor, you have to be willing to win some money to to gain the love of this person and their hand. If in fact there is no there is no real anything, no real reality show or anything that's shoring up what marriage used to be or what it should be. There's nothing about vows. I mean, and like I mentioned too, no disrespect to you, Flavor, but um, Flavor Flav, oh my God. His shows, he had, what, four whole seasons of, what, Flavor Flav, and it's all about getting married. And then he had a spinoff with his girl, and then, you know, everybody, and then you had Brett Mitchells out there with the rock of love, you know. You know what, relationships, love, marriage, and all that shit is just like, as of today, a game. It's a big game. It's a winning some money game. So why not in society? Will we not think it's about the money? Why not should I marry a man who got some chips as opposed to a broke man? Or and, and the whole thing about Ellen, I brought that up is because you know what? Tonight, today, the only people who are representing for marriage as a, a, a good thing as a whole are the gay community. It's not the heterosexual community because we're all about what? You know, getting some chips. Ellen, much love to her, much love to all gay marriages out there. See, they fight for this. See, I guess that's kind of what we all need to try to incorporate into this world where we're trying to get to where community comes together and runs things is incorporate what they have. Because, see, right now they're fighting for the right to be married. And they're marrying and they're staying married longer. Their longi- longi- longitude and all of that is being represented in because they're in it. That's just like back in the day in the 60s when uh, Marlis King and everybody was fighting for, you know, uh, uh, you know, just being equal, equality. You know, back then people were more motivated to do it because they were in it. And so now as far as heterosexual marriages, you know, I mean, it's just a joke. It's a game show. It's where you can go and you can, you know, hey, you know, hey, he's cute, hey, she's cute, whatever the case may be. So there aren't any, you know, like I said, and maybe that whole comment and that whole thing got me where I am today, not even knowing that today will be today. So as far as that, yeah, you know, maybe we got, we need to learn from others who are dealing with it and living with it in order for us to be able to grasp it. So that, yeah, okay, well, you guys, you know, if, if in fact, um, when it comes to the cheating wives and, yeah, okay, there are some cheating, there's some cheating wives, there's some cheating husbands out there, they're on both ends of the, uh, of the plate. If, whoever the case may be, if you're marrying for money or whatever the case may be, okay, well, I ask and I, I invite you to come out here and say, well, yeah, I'm married for money, you ain't got to say who you are, what your name is, and and all the extra, because see, my show's going to go on, and you know what, there's so many different flavors to it, and I'm just getting nothing but good feedback about how it runs anyway, and it, it, 
if I were to tell you how I run it, you'd be surprised. And only the people who's closest to me know how I do. But the case is, uh, it still is always, you know, bringing you what everybody naturally feels inside, you know, sending it to you. So what do you feel, you know, what do you feel as far as uh, marriage today? Um, I feel as it's a joke. Um, there's no real, the only people representing, and the only place I see with strong marriages are are in the gay community. I see them fighting for their right to be married. I see them fighting to keep it going. I see them raising children. You know, hey, you know, they made a big old thing about Obama's being, having friends and whatever. You know what? You know what? If they're the only ones who are trying to show our young that you're supposed to remain, you know, United and in a family, because that, that's what came up too. And and my 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 partner out there, he was out there last night. He said all oh, the common law thing and all that it affected him. You know, common law. You know, common law is what it is. You know, it's what I was told when I was brought up. It's shacking, shacking. You don't either way it goes, you get nothing. And as far as what Jackie said, yeah, back in the day it wasn't even recognized, so you still didn't get nothing. The cases you got what was you know in your in your vicinity, but that's it. So it's like okay, so you had to wait till you was like damn near hundred to get you know some social security benefits, and that's of your own. So I mean, what do you want to say? You want to pour all your everything up into something that you know, and and on top of it, to say if he wasn't in the house with you or whatever the case may be, would you have had the uh, permission to take care of his remains and or her remains. You know, if these are the things you you know. I mean, you gotta have to have a plan afterlife. There's some people out there that don't care about the afterlife. They don't care what you do to them because they're gonna be dead. But the case is all right. If you do care about you know what what's gonna happen to you, who gonna what, or they gonna throw you up in a you know a hole somewhere, whatever the case may be. You want somebody to be able to speak up for you when you can't speak for yourself. That's the main thing. It's not even about the money as far as I can see. Then also, too, we need to be telling our young people to be more minded, more marriage-minded, more more value-minded. You, have you guys heard this word in a long time? It's called virtue. Don't hear it that often. Virtue. You hear a lot about what everybody's get-down is and how everybody do this and they do that and they you know, over here, over there. But virtue. You know, why don't you, the, the next person that you hear that talks to those crazy garbage about what it is that, you know, disrespecting themselves and other people, you know, ask them, you, do you have any virtue? And if they don't understand what it is, then there it is. You already know. They don't know what virtue is because they have none. They don't even know what the word means. You know, you got to have some type of integrity about yourself and how you carry yourself. And also, too, when you're raising children. I mean, first and foremost, no matter what I went through, my kids were always the first and foremost that, that are most important. And to this day, I say it has paid off. You know, I mean, I can hear, I can hear us saying, "Okay, well, you know, what is marriage? You shouldn't marry nobody. It's nonsense." Okay, if you can lay up, you can marry. If you can make babies, I mean, what is the difference between teaching our children that they should have more thought about? Like my kids, they have really, really made me proud. I mean, they're they're minded. They're 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 morally minded. They're they're, they're, I mean, I don't care. They're, they're grounded with how they feel about that particular thing. Even if I don't even go get no grandkids until I, I'm, I might not see no grandkids, y'all. But it's all right. It's all right because I know that they have morals. They have a way that they go and they got a plan. They're not trying to 
bring, you know, a child into the world with the whole confusion. Like I tell my son all the time, you know, let it not be baby mama drama. You know, if she's that, she's, you love her. You know, like I asked David out there, and I'm going to send it out to him. I guess he, like, through the night, he didn't come out. I'm going to send it out to him. You love that girl? You love it. What he said, I love that girl. You love that girl? Well, why don't you marry? What, well, why is, oh, the question is, why is it that you love her? Why is it that you can't take that extra step? She loves you. Why is it she can't take that extra step? Y'all love each other. Why can't you do it? I got nothing. And it's like that silence I'm hearing with y'all. Nothing. <laughs> but I'm like, it's silence. But no disrespect to y'all. But in, in his case, I ask, what is it? What difference does it make? You love somebody. So, okay, well, why not do the women not marry y'all for y'all money? If, in fact, you don't want to marry her for anything and then when finally she do snag you, then, okay, well, she's all about the money because <laughs> maybe it's your attitude or maybe it's her attitude. Or maybe it's because you really made him real mad and he's just sick and tired of you anyway. He just want to marry you and he might slip you a Mickey. Who knows? The case is, all right, I understand to that extent, but why not do it if, in fact, you say you love somebody? Can't say you really do. You know, I did see a call out there that did want to kind of touch touch bases with me. Um, since it's, I'm going to go ahead and check in at the time. It is now 1.20 a.m. It's August 24th, 2012. And this is Gina's Groove Theory brought to you out of here from Long Beach, California. And you know what? I had to play it. I played this last night as well. So pretty much, pretty much we need fighters. We need people who are strong. So I'm going to go ahead and send this shout out here again tonight. So here it is. Soldier. I want to Got it, I'm the hottest around there. Know it when they see you rolling them polars around it. With the top down, feeling the sound quaking and vibrating your thighs, riding harder than guys with the chrome wheels at the bottom, white leather inside. When them lanes be spitting at you, tell them don't even try it. Just shoot it with shell and kick it with Kelly, your holler be you. Gotta be G's, you way out of your league. We like them boys that be in them like cleaning, cleaning. Open them out, they grill, gleaming.
is an army. I'm walking with purple hearts on me. You're talking to the sergeant. Body marked up like the subway in Harlem. Call him. Read the F, baby. Please say the baby. If you don't see me on the block, I ain't trying to hide. I blend in with the hood. I'm camouflage. Bandana tied. So mommy join my troop. Now every time she hear my name, she Genius Group Theory. It is now 1.26 a.m. It is August 24th, 2012. Uh, representing out of Long Beach, this is KXRW, your community connection radio internet station here. Um, pretty much we were out there talking. I kind of got a little, a little call here. Stop it. I, <laughs> I got a little call. And uh, uh, pretty much uh, I'm going to go ahead and touch on... Uh, what uh, a listener out there had said prior to what uh, what we were discussing. Uh, let's say, send a shout out there to, to that hot one out there. Much love to you. I hear you. I hear you, girl. All right. It is um, actually, um, as far as the, I, I did bring it to you about the never had the opportunity to be a gold digger. Um, I say this to women uh you know, if you do have the opportunity to be, uh, I don't know, pretty much, I don't know, maybe maybe in the fact of a, what is it to gain? And, you know, I mean, I guess you have everything to gain. So what is the flip side of being a gold digger or not being a gold digger or being a cheating wife or remaining in a marriage that is 
you know, sexually unfulfilling and emotionally unfulfilling uh, just for the dollars. Uh, I always thought like this because uh, my, my, my husband, my ex-husband, um, he was 21 years older than me. So I figure uh, as far as him uh, dying and, you know, he didn't smoke cigarettes and he didn't do a lot of, you know, stuff that I did was what he would always say. Because, you know, he would always push you in the grave pretty much. But um, I, I could never think that uh, he I would outlive him. You know, um, there was in that DVD that I talk about where where Umar had made that point about, uh, you know, marrying, interracial marrying. And um, how be it is a black man marrying a white woman or whatever the case may be who has a lot of money. And, uh, you know, where would that money go and where would it generate to? Uh, pretty much it wouldn't generate to his neighborhood like he said she's not gonna you know after i die she's not gonna roll through wherever he was from and drop off no money to the homies and so the case is okay so you can't you know you really can't get any uh anything from that we i don't really totally agree too much with uh, as far as i'm concerned all colors are just the same but when it comes to marrying uh, someone who has uh, i would prefer to say that you marry someone with the same kind of circumstances as you, and you kind of build together. But in that case, you know, who knows? You know, hey, I mean, I would. That's not saying that I wouldn't, you know, marry someone with money. That's not saying that. But I'm saying it's much more fulfilling to have worked together for something. I mean, see, in say if it ends, if it ends in that case, then at least you know you guys are both fifty fifty invested in it. So I mean, it's not a person that's getting more, a person that's getting less. You know, everybody walk away with a clean slate. Everybody's free. I mean, hey, I got my fifty, you got your fifty, and we're good. You know, I mean, that would be, you know, in the sense of if you have someone who wants to walk away with everything and leave the other person with nothing. And while I think you should have been trying to think about what kind of person you were marrying prior to that, I mean, because if that's the kind of person you were with, then you were with a selfish person. I mean, I mean, anybody would know that. Being, if you marry, you marry into money, then okay, you know, you get a piece of the pie. But to purposely set out to do that, uh, that's that to me is sad. Um, it's kind of sort of like. You know, just like I've heard a lot of the sad things on the on the station here past few days. You know, I mean, you have a lot of uh, neglect and a, not, a lot of people not having morality about how they do things. And you know, you say you say, well, gosh, is that the way you know you think? That's the way you gear yourself. It's like, wow. You know, either it can be a wake up call to you to say, oh, er, I don't even want to deal with that, or you can be like, wow, er, it's toe up. Oh. I see. I do have a caller out there, so let's go ahead and say hello. Is that hello? Can you hear me? Hi, yeah, I can hear you. Great. Hi, this is Gina. Well, I'm calling hello? from Miami. This is Mo. Hi, Mo. I'm calling from Miami, Florida. Hi, from and Miami, Florida. I'd like to comment on what you've been talking about. Okay. And that is, um, when it comes to relationships, most people just don't communicate. And in in the comment that you were just making about how, you know, you, you see these red flags and you try to 
uh, you need to notice the type of person you're dealing with. Well, when you look at the type of person you're dealing with, that's an everyday experience and learning experience. You don't really quite ever know someone. You just know the way they do things. And if you don't talk about it, talk about things as far as what's going on in your relationship or what's bothering you with it. And the other parties, both parties, depending on who's saying what about whom, uh, wants to do anything about it or not. People are kind of set in their ways, and they have to realize that when they come together as as a couple or a unity and this whole marriage thing, having a piece of paper, and for what purpose, when all you're going to do is disagree after several years or find some other lover because, oh, my wife is really, really, really hot, but, you know, she ain't doing it like she used to. Well, hey, you know, um, there's a lot of aspects to keeping the relationship together, and, and if you're going to get married, that's serious because you take on a whole, that that whole other person's life, their, their, their credit, their debt. I mean, you're looked upon by the courts and society as a mm-hmm. unit, and to mm-hmm. not have that, and to not be able to say, ah, oh, you know, you just, oh, I could marry you. But years later, after you guys grow uh, as individuals and people with their own minds, to share and share a life on the different things that bother you so that you guys can stay together and be open enough to to receive corrective criticism and do something about it, especially if you're going to tell somebody that, oh, I love you. Love you. you love me, hey, come on. Show so, me. <laughs> red yeah, flag happened, happened early on and uh, later down the road. It's kind of hard to tell, especially when your heart is all wrapped up in there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I'm, I'm just thinking about what you just said. Um, yeah. It, well, Thinking about it and putting it in context, um, when I was when I was married, last night's topic was um, based on you. You weren't out here, but it was based on um, why. What is the right time to get married? What is the right time to talk about the right time to get married? And that was the question last night. You didn't get my text, baby. Oh, come on. Uh It was yeah. What is the right time? See, what I say is, I was looking at it from the standpoint of. Before, like at meeting, at in between, and then, you know, I mean, most people, they get into relationships, and, um, you know, that question probably would not be the first thing. What I did send out there last night was that I think that when you go on that first date, and Cortez was sitting right here in here in the living room with me. He wasn't on, but he was sitting right here, and he heard what I said. And he was like, hey, well, you know, I was like, I think that on the first date, that kind of situation should be already talked about. Uh, simply because, see, you got so many people out here playing games. You got people out here who are, you know, just out to get what they're trying to get. And so, you know, they, they're going to go along with the game. So, I mean, if you lay it out on the beginning, you say, hey, look, I'm a woman who wants to be married. You know me, right? So I want to be in a married, committed relationship. I want a monogamous relationship. So with that... Yeah. With that what? With that, you know, on a on a if I were to date or you know because I'm not dating yet, right? So if I were to date or you know, I, I'm gonna sit down and tell you that's what I want on the first date. It should be yeah, something that should who, be discussed on. I, I okay, I I agree with you to a certain extent because it's like 
how many of you guys out there are really real and true to yourself to say, like, hey, all right, look, on the first date, that may be a little much because who wants to disclose all that when, you know, I don't even know what kind of drink you like, (laughs) you know? No, I mean, I mean, why am I going to tell you, oh, my God, I want to get married and, and, you know, well, this is I what mean, I want. That, Just map out my whole life for you. Come on. I mean, not mapping, because you know, because you know, I would map up my whole life. But I'm saying on this, I mean, to say that I'm marriage minded. I mean, you don't have to go into. I want the whole white picket fence. I want my breakfast. Yeah. I mean, nah. you know, and you know what Cortez said? He was like, "Mama, you gonna scare him away?" I was like, "You know what? Yeah, well, if he gonna right. run, you know what? And if you're gonna run, nigga, it's best you run right now." <laughs> I mean, you know what? I'd rather you run right now. Right now. I don't give a damn. You ain't even got to pay for my drink. Hit the dough, nigga. Fine with me. Because you know what? If he a runner, look, if he a runner from the gate, he a runner anyway. Hello? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. A real man will be like, well, yeah. Either he'll be like, yeah, I want to marry you too, girl. Or, you, you, you know, girl, she like, you being silly. Yeah, cause ain't nobody it. ever going to sit there and be like, hey, I'm marriage minded. And be like, dang. You know, I just met you. She Look, talked about marriage. My homegirl is texting me right now. She's saying, yep, hello. Listen, all he can say or she can say is, oh, I want to marry you. Too. I want to get married too. Or he like, I'm out here, bitch. I got to go. You know, whatever the case is. Yeah, may. but you ain't even getting nothing a chance. You can't even see if you I like it. It, it, it don't need no chance. Listen, listen, listen. If he's going to hit the door, listen, listen. If a, if a person get up and raise up like that, see, to me, that's a welcome mat to thank you. Thank you because you know what you ain't you, hold up you ain't you you ain't got Come no endure you got you got no resilience baby you got no resilience honey yeah you but, you got resilience okay, well, hold baby. up hold up all right all right but hold up hold up hold up hold up folks folks we want to get stuff. up and go but but you got to realize y'all women be tripping on stuff though I mean it's how how long y'all expect for niggas to be taking some of your nagging and all all the things that you know displease you. You know, that it's like, dang, how long do you expect for a dude to really stick around and take all that nagging and, oh, I don't like this and I want to, you know, it's like, come on. <laughs> come oh, here, okay, girl, I, I hear you on that tip. I, I hear you on that tip because, you know, we're representing. Oh, yeah, they're going to be out. I know your I know your flavor, but Cortez Cortez he has something to say too. But no, last night he was like, he going to run. But look, I feel like this. If you're a runner, nigga, run. Run because you know what you can't deal with me anyway. Come on, you know me, baby, right? You know who I am, right? You know how I get down. So you know, shit. You know I tell you know I tell I tell guys right up front, straight up when they come up and they say, hey, baby, will you show sure look good? What do I tell them? The first thing I tell them, and you know I do, is you need to run. You need to turn it around and take off. You know I tell you that. So if you want to take me out on the first day after I tell you that. Well, then you wait me. You wants to be punished or you wants to go through the shit you want because I'm honest. I'm honest, uh-huh. man. You know I'm honest. You know yeah, I'm whatever. honest. You know, yeah. run, run. What do you think I tell guys? Come here, Cortez. Cortez, he had, he had something that he, he wanted to bring to it. Here you go. No, I was just saying that's just too much to put on one person on the first date. Here yeah, I agree. I agree. It just, Naturally, they're gonna think you're crazy, and but 
I need to run now because yeah, run. This, I just met her and she's talking about right. marriage. That's right. That's all I said. It, it is. It's just. I would be freaked out on the first date. I would just because I'm like, yeah, totally. I barely know you. I agree. You know. Right. You talking so, about marriage? I mean, oh, is that? I understand she wants someone that wants to get married, but there's a way. It's how you would say it, you know, without scaring him off. You got to be sensitive to the matter that he is a man, and he's gonna think you're crazy when you just say, "I want to get married," and if you don't you need to go, you need to turn your back and run. Period. That's right. Because, I agree. Because there's a, a way to say it where you mean like. I, out of life, um, I expect, you know, a few years I want to be settled yeah, down and married. No. No, she's like, run, nigga, run. Stop. Run, oh, my nigga, run. I agree with you, Cortez. My goodness. But you know what? Listen here. Listen. Now, okay, he's right. Oh, it's um. Now, wait a minute. This is your mama. Your mama ain't going to come off like, I want to get married like that. I'm going to be like, I'm seeking out of marriage. Look, Mo, come on, you know me better than that. I'm be like, I'm marriage minded. I'm it ain't about you. It ain't about you. It's about everybody out there that be like hooked on some dude where it's like, Oh my gosh, he is so fine girl, he got some money. Did you know that he and, and he ain't about nothing. He about the what? wrong kind of stuff. And you you wanna Okay, so you saying on the flip side, okay, I'm getting a text that said the text is that it's a two way street. Okay, so I could be right. I, I, yeah. I could be I could be alluding to some crazy nigga that, you know, some shit, right? <laughs> so you said, in fact, okay, I can see that. But that's something that, but, but, okay, but wait a minute. What about all these people out here who want to sit and lay and waiting for you to get to, uh, to just to get to the panties? What, what the hell? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh, that's a hard people, shit. Okay, now, okay, let's touch on this that's then. That's one of them. All you right. Got to work people want to sleep with you. No, no, let's touch on this. And I want your true opinion. People want to okay, sleep well. with you. They want to sleep with you. They want to have intimate relations with you. Okay, so wait a minute. You want to have intimate relations with me, but what? Okay, when it gets what? to the point of where the intimate relations come down, should you say it then? You, before he before you drop them panties, should you say, I want to get married, nigga, before you what? give up the panties? Or what? Nah, man, you got to give me the stuff first. Like that, that's good. Mm. Like that, you're going to say it like that. 
I'm walking around with this, and that's what you like, and I know that's what you want. So it's oh, like, I'm going to make you work hard. I'm going to make you spend all your money. Nick, Nick. <laughs> so she Nick. Want this, honey. <laughs> Nick, wait a minute. This is not, this is not <laughs> mode. This is Nick talking. Nick, Nick, go back in, nigga. <laughs> go back in, Nick. Go back in, Nick, because Nick is coming out. Mo, Mo, hello, Mo. I got to represent for the dudes, and I got to represent for the ladies. You know oh why? Because I'm a, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. You know why? Because I'm a woman. Whoa, <laughs> man. What? <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> Use the cut up, girl. Use the cut I'm up. a Okay, but you wrong for that. You wrong for that because you got to know that women out here who are, you know, they like men. They like men and stuff. So, of course, you know, you got to shore them up. Come on. You can't be representing as a woman and being, you know, let tell Nick to wait a minute until we come to a show that got something to do with him. Um, Hello. Whoa, man. Whoa. (laughs) <laughs> my my homegirl like now. laugh out loud. <laughs> I got I got to be I got to be both. I am very much in touch with both. So it's like, hey, especially the whoa part. Cause it's like, uh, uh, I walk around with what is that going on. But see, come on now, these women see and hey, I gotta get to y'all. Got it going on wherever or however you got it going on. But well, what is they not a pay your way? Go Wait a minute. That way you ain't. But hold up. But that way these women don't have to expect like they got to get up off something because this man has spent his money. Sure. Oh, that's it. That but that's the most skeezer, ladies. Wait a minute. Hold no, up. No, no, like, it ain't. Yes, it is. for the high pollutant and high maintenance ones, too. Well, I'm a high maintenance woman. That's dude to be spinning. Well, I'm a high maintenance woman. I am high maintenance. Hello? Y'all ladies be knowing how them dudes spend all their money. They won't Wait a minute, wait a minute, Mo. They won't I'm high maintenance. Listen, I'm high maintenance. So what does that mean? Everybody else. Oh, we ain't talking about you. Oh, okay. We ain't talking about you. Yeah, yeah. You're a special entity on this planet, you see. (laughs) So, hey. Oh, okay. (laughs) What are you talking about? I can exclude myself out of that? Oh, yeah, oh so I, so I get all that extras, right? I get all them extras. Okay, well that that's good. That puts all a smile on my face. Hold up, all the extra what? <laughs> you know what I'm talking. About. So I mean, all I get that extra love. All that extra love, right? Because look, really? cause you know one thing. One thing about me is that I put my own work in. You know that, right? You put I mean, what? Even, so we ain't talking about folks don't want to hear about what you got going on, man. No, but how, I'm saying, how can we? How it got to be help other them? ladies out there like me, though. It got to be other ladies out of there like there me. Of course Gotta be. Man, they got it going on. Ooh. What? Hey. What? <laughs> I say, ooh, we ain't got it going on. But shoot, if you ain't right in your head and your heart, man, you be trifling. Trifling-ass woman. But, you know, but you got to be... You know, if you could get up and work, then you don't need to spend the next nigga's money. That's all I got to say. That is right. I must represent that. You know what, ladies, also, too... pride in being a woman and making your own money. We could be like, what? What you... Oh, let me buy you a drink. Yes, yes, that does feel good. You feel all that that you're trying to do. And the way you're looking at me and touching my legs. Come on now. Let me buy you a drink. So chill out with all that. 
Yeah, and don't use them up and then wait till they right. get Right, just because you buying me a drink, what you expect that you got, you could be rubbing on my leg and stuff. Ugh, I don't know, y'all don't even know if you wash your hands after you use the bathroom. Ugh. Yeah, and don't wait till they piss you off to to want to talk shit about them. You know how, um, right. you know, because you don't, you can't use them all up and then once they make you mad, then you want to say you don't need them and say, you know, you can you can on your own and by yourself when you should have been doing that from the get-go. <laughs> That's true. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, that ain't my baby talking right there. Wait a minute now. And it is. And it is. Shut it up. Shut it up. I got a text that came in. That's it says, right. It says, uh, it says, <laughs> what about romance, y'all? What about romance? What about oh, romance? Oh, uh, what uh, about romance? Okay, let me tell you about romance. Rom- y'all want to know about romance? Romance are the subtle things, things that say I love you without you even saying I love you. Like, for instance, you know what your girl like. You know when she wake up, what she do and all that. You know, you want to be subtle. Uh, Romance is ambiance, like lighting, music, scents, candles, uh, uh, words, knowledge. You know, the sharing of you to them. That's romance. I know, my, my, my. oh, these days it's 2000 for real. It's like Power 96 all over the place around here. Really? It's a party all the time. Let me get some. Yeah. How I get some? Let me oh take it. Oh, my God. Are you telling me? Give me money. What? Represent, but you know what? Because every time I think about that song that you had, you know, you used to sing, um, I don't know if you still know how to sing it, but um, Pesky. Compesky Bagalau. <laughs> oh, that's that Spanish stuff. But anyway, we ain't gonna go there with that, see, because that's a whole topic. That's a whole other topic. Anyways. Oh, that's talking about them stank oh, ass man. women. No, that's mm. not talking about. Oh, that's not romantic. We no. all okay. think, we all foul, we all got some issue one way or another, and it's for each person's partner that they're gonna call a partner to understand, accept. You as you are, right? I'm but you, it, some some things that you do get on their nerves, and some things they do get on yours. But it's how you look and deal with them as a person for what they're doing bothers you, not to bother you. And romance is very important. That's how you win a person's heart. Yeah. Of course, you don't put all that romance stuff out there when you know you're dealing with somebody that's. On the surface, you know, about money, about looks, about cars, about jewelry, about all that in and type of stuff. But if you're dealing with somebody that's different, that strikes, you know, that's intriguing, hell yeah, you want to lay down the romance. And that's just so being you... the you that you are, romance. And my um, my listener says, and keep, and I'm quite sure you agree with this. And my listener says, in keeping the first date light and fun. Yes, I say that is very important because if not, then it's like, damn, you want to leave the first day like, man, this show would be nice to go out on another date with them. I had a good time. Our conversation was nice. I got a little insight. Um, I kind of like her. I kind of like him. That was neat. Yeah, you want to do stuff that. Light outdoors, you know. Uh, if you don't intend to 
go to bed with somebody that you meet on a first date, and you know you out there looking for something, and you get you a first date or whatever, and you really don't want to sleep with that person, don't go indoors. Don't do stuff that's indoors. Yeah. Go to their yeah. house. Go to a bar. Yeah. Go to yeah. a club. Go yeah. to a man. Go outside. Yep, that's a blow-up, honey. You know, Hello. Don't, even, don't even go to the beach because that's kind of sexy stuff, too. That, that insinuates sex. Hello. Go to beach, you don't go to the damn beach on the first date. You go to a park, usually during the day. You go where the ducks are, or something that maybe when you drove by, you thought was really neat to pass by and look, take a look at with somebody. You know, you, you, you do stuff that's, that's light, spirited, not so, ooh, I want your body. Ooh, you make me honey. Hi. Oh, my. You know, oh, you's a kid up. I, I love you, it. girl. I love I you. Love Cortez said, Cortez said, if you go to the beach, you know, don't don't go do something like that because that means you want to poke on a booty. Did he yeah, man, because these girls just don't know. These girls just don't know. You take a dude to the beach, folks want some. Mm. Dudes want some. We're going to go to the beach. I want to get you in that water. I want to get you on that sand. Let me at least have a towel. But y'all dudes ain't realizing, ugh, all that sand, get up and all that stuff and make us all scratchy and stuff. You can forget it. <laughs> Especially with the wind is blowing and the sand fleas is biting. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Nobody don't want that. Wait, wait, wait hold on. <laughs> Man is going to do as much as you allow him to do. Once booty on the first day. There you day. go. See? Already thinking that. I've been oh. there. There you go. I agree. You got to know when to say no on both parts. Yeah, but you know, you know what? I got... Go ahead. Yeah, but it's been so long that a girl that some of these ladies ain't been touched or had that help, that hand that's like, uh, you kind of fall into not having that, and when you do, it's like, oh, you don't realize or think, and this is where women need to get a grab, think where it's like, God, I really don't know this person, but, oh, God, it's been so long. Like, come on, man, Uh uh-uh. Have a little more uh, strength with the cootie than that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I feel you on that, but it's like... You know, we got to put a map on From the man's head, they're thinking like, oh, she's she's easy, you know. It's bad, but it's the truth because it's like I barely know her, and I got it the first day. Where's like a man wants yeah, to test, man. but then they want the chase, you know? Oh my God. They do True. want the chase. Right on, Cortez. They want the chase. Right on, Cortez. You gotta want them right. keep coming back, you know? Oh my God. Otherwise, they be like, uh, then then they stop hitting you up. Then they're like, oh, she she calling again, you know? Look, screening oh the phone calls like. Yeah, Damn. let me call her when I get horny. Yeah, exactly. Like and you find yourself right. you find yourself calling and doing it again. Oh my god. And it's just uh, you know, and then when they start talking crazy, you're like, damn, I'm fucked up. Cause, oh cause like, <laughs> right on so it is. That's right. You better tell been there. Oh my god. I am so okay, you know what? This is August twenty twenty fourth, two thousand twelve, and my son just Oh my god. He just said something that just blew me up. Um, it is now one fifty eight. I thank you, Mo, for coming out here to join. Um, thank you we're for about to get me. cut off. 
call me, baby. I got something for you. I got something for you. So, um, okay. call me, call me. We're about to be off air. I love you. Thank you guys for being out there. So much love to my girl out there in San Diego. Much love to be uh, out there. I know he's probably like got the phone on hold because he over there getting some. And also to all the rest of you guys, to look, Sweetie Face, I love you. Um, thank you for being here. We're gonna go ahead and take it on. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.